Welcome to The Thought Card, a podcast about travel and money, where planning, saving, and creativity leads to affording travel, building wealth, and paying off debt. We are the Financially Savvy Travelers. Hey there, Financially Savvy Travelers, and welcome back to another episode of The Thought Card Podcast. I am Danielle Desir. Per usual, I'm super excited that you're tuning in for another jam-packed, informative, insightful episode. If you are new here, welcome, welcome. I help financially savvy travelers make more informed financial decisions. I'm all about helping you to travel more, pay off debt, and build wealth so you can live an amazing life of your dreams. It takes creativity and definitely takes some work to get there. But I'm here to support you along the way and cheer you on. All right. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to manage your money on the road, either while traveling domestically or while traveling abroad. So let's first tackle traveling domestically. One of the first things that I want you to consider doing as a financially savvy traveler, if you use credit cards to earn points and miles, is to pick the right credit card. You want to pick the credit cards that offer you exemplary points and miles, cashback opportunities that are like two times, three times, maybe even five times cashback on a few key categories. What are those categories? Those categories are travel. Those categories are transportation, hotel, lodging, airfare, taxis, parking, car rentals. Those categories are also dining out and maybe groceries. So you want to think through what are the most common type of expenses you're going to have on the road. And you want to make sure that you're bringing a credit card that allows you to maximize as many points and miles as possible while you're traveling. That's the financially savvy thing to do, right? So number one, you want to make sure you're picking the right credit card. Now, Number two, you may want to notify your credit card company that you are going to be traveling either out of state or across the country. What you do not want to happen is for your credit card company to assume that there's no way you're going to be in Washington state when you live in New York and they're going to, you know, pause your credit card. And if that's the only credit card that you brought with you, you're going to be out of luck, right? So notifying your credit card company either through their online portal, which a lot of companies allow that and it's easy to do it conveniently there or by picking up the phone and letting them know, which perhaps may be a little bit more old school, but that's the way to go. We don't want any inconveniences while we're traveling. So we want to let our credit card companies know that we're going to be on the road. And especially if you're bringing your debit card, like banks are notorious for doing this. So you want to make sure that you put them on notice so that they know that you are going to be traveling. The third thing I want you to think about doing is making sure that you take out cash. Now, I am more in the philosophy of trying to maximize as much points and miles as possible, but I definitely do bring cash with me whenever I am traveling, either domestically or abroad, because I understand that there may be an emergency. Maybe I may not be able to run out to the ATM or something happens where it's like cash only and I really want to purchase something. 
So having some cash with you is so important. So making sure that you have cash. I try to bring anywhere upwards of $200 or more with me because that, again, is a nice little buffer. Hopefully I won't be spending it all at once on one item or one experience. So having a buffer for cash is important. Fourthly, all of this up to you, but this one, especially this tip is up to you, is about doing daily check-ins with your money. Now, why do I bring this up? At least for me personally, when I was younger, I used to do a lot of traveling and I would swipe my credit card for everything. And I was like thinking that I was, you know, maximizing and being smart about my finances. And then I would come home to this huge bill that I wasn't exactly prepared for. Financially, it wasn't in my travel fund. I didn't have, I just, long story short, I overspent and I had to spend weeks, months doing damage control and paying that credit card back off. So how do I mitigate that risk now is that I try to do either a daily, so either every day, I try to check in with my finances. I log into my credit card company or I log into my bank account and I just make sure that things are looking good. And I also may even pay off that daily balance. So why is this important? Well, number one, I get to use my credit card for earning cash back. Secondly, I get to use my credit card as a debit card. It's sort of like keeping tabs on your bill. And just like how a debit card, you swipe it and you don't have to think about it again. When you are checking in with your finances daily while you're on the road, it is acting as a debit card at that point in time. So I know daily may be hard for a lot of people because, I mean, we're doing traveling, we're exploring, we're exhausted at the end of the day. But it can really be beneficial, especially if you're one of those people who ends up coming back home from a trip and you're just like, oh, my gosh, what did I do? I definitely overspent. So that's how I try to mitigate that risk. I do either daily or every couple of days. I try to manage my spending. I definitely try to pay off that credit card while I am out and about. So those are my four tips for when you're traveling domestically. Again, let's review really quickly. Number one, you want to pick a credit card that allows you to maximize on the categories that you are going to be spending on the most. That includes travel, that includes transportation, that includes food, and perhaps even groceries. So bring a credit card that offers two times, three times, five times bonus points on those categories. Secondly, you want to notify your credit card company and also your bank. Let them know that you are traveling. You could maybe do this through your portal online, or you may have to pick up the phone and call them and let them know that you're traveling and give them the dates where you're going to be out and about. You may want to thirdly do some daily check-ins with your finances. You may want to pay off your credit card or at least just keep an eye out and look at the balance so that you know where you are in comparison to your travel budget, right? So those are my top tips. Oh, last tip was the, the fourth tip was all about making sure that you take out cash. I can't forget that. By now, you know I'm big on finding cheap flights as a way to travel more and visit places outside my budget. But that's why I've been a loyal subscriber to Thrifty Traveler Premium for years. Get domestic and international airfare deals sent straight to your inbox and choose from over 150 U.S. and Canadian departure cities. So all you have to do is book your ticket and go. Be the first to know about cheap flights, mistake fares, award flash sales, and even business class deals. 
head over to thoughtcard.com forward slash thrifty and use the promo code TC10 to get $10 off your first year. And just in case if you missed that, the links to sign up for Thrifty Traveler Premium and the coupon code will be in the show notes. Now, if you're traveling internationally, we're going to kind of remix it a little bit. You definitely want to, number one, pick the right credit card. That is going to stay the same. Pick a credit card that allows you to maximize your points and mile potential. You are going to definitely notify them that you're going to be traveling abroad as well. However, what's important for this time when you're traveling abroad is making sure that this credit card offers no foreign transaction fees. Like we do not want to be paying fees every transaction while we swipe abroad. Now, I've definitely been there where I made the mistake of picking the wrong credit card and I came back to a bunch of added fees per each transaction. That is wasteful. And as Financial Savvy Travels, that is not the vibe. That is not what we're trying to do. So we want to pick the right credit card that not only allows us to maximize points and miles, but also reduces any foreign transaction fees, no foreign transaction fees whatsoever. So that is very helpful. The other thing I wanted to mention about when traveling abroad is the cash aspect. It is important for you to bring cash with you when you're traveling abroad. Not every country is like the United States where we really rely and depend on plastic. There are countries like when I visited China, I couldn't use my American credit card out there. So I had to carry cash. This is where your research before your trip is so important. You want to make sure that you are aware if this country you're traveling to accepts American credit cards. You want to make sure that they accept American debit cards. Whatever form of payment that you're going to primarily rely on, you want to make sure that that's allowable in that country and that's convenient for you. Either way, regardless, I always definitely consider bringing cash with me at least a minimum, like I mentioned earlier, a minimum of $200 at least convert that to whatever currency I'm traveling in. However, there are some countries that you're going to definitely need more. Or maybe there are some countries that, again, you can't even use your credit card at all. So for example, when I went to Iceland, which I've been there three times, which I absolutely adore and love, and I think I talk about so much, I think people know me for a lover of Iceland, is I really bring very minimal cash because I know that they're credit card heavy use and I can do a lot with my credit cards. Compared to China, I don't even think we used it one time. We had to carry cash. So we brought all of our entire travel budget with us via cash with us. Okay. So making sure that you're aware of can you use American credit cards? What is the you know situation there with currency exchanges is super important. Now I want to add to that and say that I like to get my currency at my brick and mortar before I go. There is a like debate. Is it best to get your currency exchange at the ATM versus the bank? I know there's a debate out there. I personally prefer to at least get my first $200 from or more from my brick and mortar. Now, what I want to mention about that is that some brick and mortars will have your currency that you want exchange on hand. A lot of banks will have your euros. A lot of Americans have euros because they travel to Europe frequently. However, other currencies may be something that you may need to actually order. You may actually have to place an order through your bank to get it, 
which will cause some delays. So if you are exchanging currency, I recommend exchanging currency anywhere from a week to two weeks prior to your trip so you don't run into any delays and so that your bank can potentially order it with no problems. Euros usually fine. However, other currencies, I mean, I've had a lot of trouble getting Iceland and Krona. I've had trouble getting the yen and I had to plan ahead of time for that. So that's important. Now, when you're actually on the road and you're probably thinking, okay, like I'm in, let's say Iceland and I see everything as an Icelandic Krona, how much does this translate to American dollars? That's where you need a currency converter app. So one of my favorite currency converter apps is called Oanda Currency Converter, and I'll have the links in the show notes per usual. Oanda Currency Converter, I just like it. It's super simple. It's clean and it's easy to use. You don't have to use that one, but that's the one that I prefer. You can find currency converter apps in your app store. So just pick one that is going to serve you the best. But I prefer to use Oanda Currency Converter. They're awesome. And even when I'm doing my research ahead of my trip, I will definitely use that to start pricing out things as well. So your currency converter app is really helpful when you're actually on the ground and you're trying to figure out, okay, how much am I spending in this foreign currency and how much does that translate into U.S. dollars? Do I feel comfortable with spending this much or is it overpriced or or whatever the case may be? So your currency converter app will help you absolutely help you make more informed financial decisions. Now, last but not least, I still recommend when you're traveling abroad to do a check-in. It doesn't have to be daily, but doing a consistent check-in where you have control over your spending, where you are aware of your total balance of spending and you can compare that to your total travel budget is helpful. Very, very helpful. The last thing we want to do is to come home to an enormous bill that we have to, you know, work ourselves to pay off because it wasn't part of the financial plan. All right. So that is all that I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Thought Card Podcast. If you haven't already, definitely hit that subscribe button. It's free to subscribe. And if you'd like to support the show, there are several ways that you can support the continuation of this podcast. Number one, by leaving a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Why is this important? It's important because it lets other people know, other listeners, potential listeners of the show or other amazing guests know that, hey, listen, the Thought Car Podcast listeners, fan base is strong. They have good things to say. It is worth their time and investment to tune in and offer value as a guest. So that's how we're able to get some amazing guests because they know that you all love the show and you are vocal about how you feel about it. So that's number one. Number two, you can absolutely donate to the production costs of this show. Your donations are greatly appreciated. Thank you so much to those who have already put forward uh, and have bought me a couple cups of coffee. That is so amazing. And it just continues to to really just invigorate me to continue producing this podcast and showing up for all of you, sharing more tips or finding guests to help us share more tips. So your donations, buying me a cup of coffee is awesome and definitely, definitely appreciated. Last but not least, if you want to learn step-by-step strategies for 
how to make travel a financial priority in your life and how to budget and incorporate travel in there, head over to the show notes. You will find in the show notes the link to my book, Affording Travel, Saving Strategies for Financially Savvy Travelers. And that is the best next step for you to take. Read the book. It'll take you less than two hours. I'll walk you through step-by-step how to prioritize travel and to save for it. All right, Financially Savvy Travelers, I will see you in the next one. I hope you stay well and stay healthy. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode, but don't forget there's way more where that came from. When you become a supporter of the show, you'll get bonus episodes, additional tips on affording travel, real-time updates, as well as strategies for building wealth and creating multiple income streams. Head over to thoughtcard.com forward slash join to support. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram. I'm at the Danielle Desir. Slide in my DMs and share with me your thoughts about this episode. What did you enjoy? What stood out to you? Let me know. I'd absolutely love to connect with you outside of the podcast. See you in the next one.